Hi, welcome to What Up Witches on BFAM 109.6. I'm Amanda. I want to tell everybody Happy New Year. Glad you all made it to 2021. And hopefully 2021 behaves herself. <laughs> um, so tonight, we're going to be talking about sex magic and answering the questions about that and how it works and all the do's and don'ts to sex magic. So we'll be right back in What Up Witches. Welcome back to What Up Witches on BFAM 109.6. I'm Amanda, and tonight we are talking about sex magic. <laughs> All right. So, what is sex magic? Sex magic is using orgasms to help add an extra boost to rituals and manifestations. Um, and it's actually really, really powerful magic. A lot of people do it and don't even realize they're doing it. Um, but it's a great way to add some oomph. So it's not a full moon or it's not a new moon or it's not the perfect time to do this spell. All right, let's shortcut. Let's cheat the system. Use sex magic, use an orgasm. So what can it be used for? Mostly manifestation magic, okay? Um, this is when you need to manifest a car or a house or money. Um, a job or a promotion, uh, basically bringing some kind of gain, and normally it's a larger gain, not something really, really simple. Now, sex magic is used with couples to boost their relationship, but we'll talk about that in a second, okay? We'll get back to couples. Um, when should you use it? So you should use it whenever... Well, you can use it whenever you like. There's no rule to as to you know when you can use it and when you can't use it. Um, I normally hold out for that one on something that I really, really, really need to manifest. Um, it's kind of like the throw the gasoline on the fire. Okay, so. This is not a type of magic that you have to necessarily have a partner for. Okay. <laughs> My producer just really gave me the side eye. <laughs> I was all into this. She did that. <laughs> I'm going to come back to couples, okay. but you have people I know that are listening like, I, you know, I don't have a partner or I'm, you know, not sexually active at the moment or COVID. Oh my God. I don't want to have to go find someone to, to, in order to practice this kind of magic. No, 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 no. You can do it alone. In fact, they make a whole line of natural stone dildos that you can use and infuse that orgasmic energy into for later. <laughs> um, I have personally not used them. I have. I will say that if you're going to use them, here are some things you should you should know. Don't get anything that has like crevices or holes or anything like that in it. Okay. And don't do any stones that don't do well with liquids. All right. So stick to your hard stones if you're going to use those for that. But you don't have to use um, natural stones or anything like that. You can use your regular dildo. You can use your hand. Use your vibrator. Whatever. Um, the whole idea is not the act itself. It's achieving the orgasm and releasing that energy. Okay. Um, that is what you're you're going for. Now. Do you have to, to do this in a circle? Do you have to 
done your protective space? Do you have to have done all these other things? No. Okay. I practice candle magic. So anytime I'm going to do something uh, manifestation related, I normally do my candles and my herbs. And so I would have done my candles. I would have done my petition already with my goals in mind. Keep in mind, stick to three things. Don't do more than three things. Okay. Don't split your focus in too many different places because it's harder to focus that energy and get the age you need from the universe if you are spread out over a hundred things. I always say don't don't do more than three. Okay. Um, but yeah, it helps to go ahead and write everything down, write down a petition. Now I always say be specific. Be very specific. Okay. Because we talked a while back about um, curses and blessings, okay? So you need to be specific about what it is you need, not what you want, what you need. You always ask for what you need and you'll get more. You ask for, if you're greedy and you ask for a whole bunch of things, you probably won't get any of it, okay? Because the universe is like, nope, screw you. Um, so go ahead and write those things down. Be clear, write out you know, specifically what it is you need to happen. Don't just be general because general, you could say, I need a car and you get a car that breaks down next week. You know, I want a man and you get one that probably should have stayed wherever he was. <laughs> I don't want a woman in my life and you get one that probably should have stayed at wherever she was. Be specific about what it is you want if you're wanting the universe to help manifest these things. How are they supposed to help you manifest it if you don't really know what you want? Because that means you're not focused. You're just asking to be asking, you know. So write those down. But do you need to perform this act in your circle or in front of your altar or in your magic space? or whatever the case may be, no. Your shower, your bed, I like outdoors. Um, at my old house, I had the perfect deck that was set just right that none of my neighbors could see my back deck. So I could moon bathe, I could sun bathe, I could do whatever I wanted, naked yoga, whatever I wanted to do, and nobody could see me. It was glorious. My new house is not so lucky. <laughs> and I have to remember to put up a fence to my privacy fence because um, I back up to a park. <sighs> no naked yoga um <laughs> I, I wrote it down i've never what? heard that one for you naked yoga never heard it oh we'll have to talk about that okay. that's a show that's a show that's definitely a show <laughs> yoga's already hard enough when you take your clothes off it's even harder why is it harder with your clothes on? you're watching it's gotta be hot so what so you're not gonna be yoga very long It's a room full of people. It's triad Everybody's right just trying not to fall on the floor normally. It's a triad world now. We don't have to worry about that. <laughs> anymore. Normally for me, I'm just trying not to fall asleep. Yoga makes me sleepy. I don't know why. It's relax. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> yeah, you can do this anywhere. I have even, I no lie, used to keep a vibrator in my purse. So, if push came to shove, do it wherever, in your car, in the bathroom. Don't do it in sight. That does count as a lewd act. We don't need any bail money situations. Mm -hmm. But there is no specific 
place you have to do this. Um, just be specific about your intent. Intent, intent, intent. Okay. Um, so let's talk a little bit about couples. Um, uh, because that bring in that brings in some other things. So if you're married and you're doing the sex magic together, you're both practitioners, and you've decided that you have some common goal that you want to achieve, right? And you're doing this together. Um it is awesome if you can manage to time your orgasm very, very close together. That's not easy always, but you can try. At any rate, don't let one person get there and not the other person. You need all the energy. Because remember, sex is an exchange of energy. We talked about um, on the other show, um, ties that bind and binding spells and that type of thing. And sex will bind. Now, are, can you have sex without binding yourself? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. But when you're using it to manifest magic, you are combining the two to achieve the goal. So you are creating sort of a joint effort there and therefore a bond. Okay. So be a little bit more careful with that. If you're using it to improve your relationship, I have a lot of couples where they're just, you know, you've been together a while and the excitement is gone. And so they're using that to light the flame in their fire again. Awesome. Perfect. Um, a lot of them will use it for fertility magic. Awesome. Uh, getting a house, getting a car, um, achieving a large move or something like that. These are all great things. What happens, um, and we'll talk about the ethics behind this when we come back, is if one person is a practitioner and the other person is not, okay? So what happens then? Do you need permission from the other person before engaging them in a magical act? That is a really great area, okay? Yeah, both people with magic, does it double the power, double the chances of things happening? Question. Yes, it does. Question. Yes, if both people, if you now have two people intent on the same goal, focused in the same energy, their energy in the same direction, yes, it it more than doubles it, honestly. Um, what's the risk? Nobody asks, what's the risk when you're doing it together? Um, other than the, you know, you're now binding yourself with this to this person. And because you combine your energy, if one person all of a sudden decides they don't want this anymore. Um, um, yeah. yeah. Because now it's not dependent on one person as to whether this spell fails. It, mm -hmm. Two, and you kind of need to be sure that the person truly wants it to succeed mm -hmm. and isn't doing... Um, sabotaging it from the inside. That's exactly what I was thinking. Um, because that is possible and that can happen. Mm -hmm. um, it's horrible that someone would do something like that, but we know it happens. Okay. Um, all relationships are not perfect and all relationships are not always two people working together. Occasionally there is one person kind of working against things. So be sure that the goal that you are after is one you want to be tied to this person with, okay? Um, and that they truly 
want the same thing you want. Because if you really, really want this, and they really, really want that, you're splitting the energy. Okay, it's counterproductive. So you really want to make sure. Now, you can always find someone who doesn't mind helping you out just for the sake of helping you out. <laughs> that dangerous, so? it, it is, it is. You're going to go in there. He wants what you want. So you're making a bond with him. So now you're bonded. It is, but I'm going to talk about the, the, the workaround. <laughs> There's a workaround. <laughs> Don't look like that. Yeah, <laughs> My producer's like, oh, no, this it's is not dangerous. Bad. It, it can be dangerous if you don't know what you're doing. There's a workaround, but you have to know what you're doing. Um, and it involves energy absorption. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, <laughs> he's like shaking his head. No. So if the, if, both couples aren't magically inclined. Both couples are not on the same, both people in the relationship are not on the same page, right? Then we all, okay. So the, equi the, the equivalent of the wife that buys all the shoes and hides the packages. I have a friend, I have a friend. I love you girl if you're watching. She would leave the shoe boxes in her trunk and just take the shoes in the house. So they would just be there and he wouldn't notice them. <laughs> she had a shoe habit, okay? <laughs> so is it okay to sneak and, and do it? Is there any harm in this? Yeah. yeah. Okay. This is an ethics thing. Yeah. There can be harm in this. And you know what? We're going to talk about that when we come back because that gets us into a whole nother can of worms. <laughs> So you're watching What Up Witches on BFAM 109.6. I'm Amanda, and we'll be right back. It's a nasty bass beat. I love Joe Lewis. That bass beat and that music is just like, oh, oh. I'm just such a blues love. girl. I love it. Like, if you took away every other kind of music and let's just left me with blues, I'll survive. Right. Throw in some reggae, I'm even better. I, I'm trying to understand the reggae. I just, my ears don't hear the words, and I'm, I'm a big words guy. Greg Munson says, and if you can't be the one with the one you love, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> and then Katrina said... <laughs> All magic can be dangerous if you don't know what you're doing. Yes. Very, 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 I guess, true. So, yeah. Hey, what is, uh, I'm going to call out Fern. Fern's one of our listeners. She's not here now that I know of. <laughs> but Fern had a post the other day that said, beware of the morning moon. Explain. It was in the daytime. And it was like, she, she must have a lot of land. Mm -hmm. It's like a lot of land this way, but there's a morning sky and the moon is clear as all can be. I don't know, because we were always moon. told it was good luck to, for the moon and the sun to be in the sky together. That makes more sense. It's like a phenomenal. Um, however, she's come from a different religious background. Right. So there may, there may be yeah. something to that, that that's in their folklore that's not in... I wasn't sure. I just knew But that. my grandmother used to say, you know... A powerful time to do magic is whenever the sun and the moon were in the sky together. 
And you can see it on both the front yeah. of your face. Right? Yeah, you can pull on I both. I've heard that before. Somewhere. Yeah. I'm not magic people, <laughs> but I do read and listen sometimes. So, but yeah, she totally different. That, that's a good question. I will have to ask her. Yeah, I just saw it on there. It was yesterday, and I was like, oh, I'm going to ask her. And then you just said something about remember your emergency. Yeah. Naked Hopefully. yoga. Hopefully. All my vanilla people, look up that word. Naked <laughs> yoga. All the people rusty. Naked yoga, bro. And it's normally done in a warmer room. Um, so they crank up the heat. Um, okay. So you're sweating for, for profusely. And um, a dimmer room. So it's not like the big bright lights and all that kind of stuff. It's normally a dimmer room. And I disagree with that. <laughs> well, they probably do it so people who are. So you're not looking at the stuff you want to look at. That's a terrible idea. But some people are, are self, you yeah. know, self conscious yeah. about it. If their you body. are doing naked yoga, you do not have a self conscious problem. See, and I'm going to say this. If you've been to a pagan event with me and you haven't seen me naked, then you were in your tent the whole time because exactly. I don't I'm normally the naked or topless, especially if there's a fire. So. Facts. <laughs> I don't understand people that go to these. Like uh, sex clubs, and they wonder why everybody's out there having sex. <laughs> if you go to a motorcycle club, you're going to see motorcycles, you know? Don't go to these places and say, oh, I'm kind of shy. No, they're at a cigar club. Sex why is everybody smoking cigars? Yeah. How can you say you're shy and go to a sex club? Don't you know where you're going? Yeah. We still want you to come, though, right? We still want you to come, yeah. Yeah. We'll take the money. There's no shame. There's no shame, <laughs> nobody. You can all have your, you can be the shy portion. <laughs> Welcome back to What Up Witches. I'm be family on that. I'm Amanda, and tonight we're talking about sex magic. So, when you add two people into the whole magic um, equation, you can gain more energy, you can gain more um, to yourself, but it can also backfire, it can also go wrong. <laughs> when says something about your tent comment. Wynn said, I was in the tent early because my son was little and he was done by like 10 o'clock. You were. <laughs> so she didn't get to see you naked. Oh, wow. Poor Kurt. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Kurt. Uh, so. Hey, Wynn. Wynn. When you, when you add on a second person, you need to make sure that, as I was saying earlier, that they're on the same boat now. Yes, you should tell them, hey, I want to do this spell, honey. Uh, really, really need to do some orgasm magic. Do you mind helping me out if you need another, if you want another person? They probably aren't going to say no, unless you guys are practicing different things, then there might be something there, but nine times out of ten, they probably won't say no. Um, there is a workaround for harvest for harnessing others' energy during sex. Now, here's the thing. Most people do this unknowingly, okay? Um, and you've all experienced it. It is the whole having sex and you now have the energy to jump up and clean the whole house 
or having sex and now you need to sleep for the next 10 hours because it's an exchange of energy. So an equal exchange, you'll both, you know, feel fine, right? Everybody's okay. But someone who is drained, who is taking more energy than they're giving, the person that they're taking that energy from is going to be the one that's more tired, okay? And vice versa. So there's a workaround for harvesting energy, but this is another one of those ethics questions when you get into, because they're basically, you're basically being an energy vampire if you're absorbing someone else's energy and harnessing that energy. Um, some people don't mind this, you know, uh, that whole song, Sweet Dreams. You know, some people in, enjoy being used for different things. So you find the right person and they don't mind, hey, awesome song, go for it. But in my opinion, and by all means, my opinion is not law, it is wrong to do that to someone unknowingly. Um, to me, it's the equivalent of drugging someone. Okay. So, yeah, there's a workaround. No, it's not always ethical. Okay. But you, you always have to remember that any sexual activity um, is going to be an exchange of energy. I'm sure you all have seen um, the pictures of the energy circle going between the two people. Okay. Um, it's just a continuation of energy. What happens when you turn off the light switch? You stop the energy, you know. So here's where uh, was it? Not physics class. Uh, was it physical science comes into play? See, ninth grade lessons <laughs> come into play in sex life. Who would have not? Who would have thought, right? Um. So you have this person, and they agree but they're not a practitioner. So how do you go about explaining to them what is about to happen? You know, um, because while you are practicing and you are, you are probably going to be extremely energized after all this, they're going to have somewhat of a magical hangover. Okay. And so you kind of need to make them aware that this is going to happen, that they're going to be slightly exhausted, that they're going to um, maybe even have a headache. Um, I've even heard of some people almost feeling like they have the flu. We're talking about somebody magical with somebody vanilla? Yes. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. When the other person isn't magical. Um, but supports the cause. But supports the cause. Right, I got you. Yeah, so you need to make them aware. It's like, Hey, you're gonna take this. This is my what might happen. Same yeah, thing, right? Just like this. Okay, yeah. I gotcha, I gotcha. So, uh, yeah, I've heard of people having like almost a flu type thing where they kind of have body aches and they don't. They just kind of feel yucky, you know. Um, it it does go away. It does wear off. You can help ease that for them once you completed your ritual and what needed to be done. You know, go back and aid them hugs, that type of thing, where you're giving back some of that extra energy that you're not using yourself back to this person to help them recover a little bit better, a little bit faster. Okay. Um, this that is helping one of, to be more magical in the future. Like you're, I, you're, you're, and I'm, I'm just being vanilla as I can be. No, 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 you're fine. So I've done no magic ever. Okay. And we have a magical moment. Are you putting some magic into me where if I decided to be magical later down the road, I have a head start? 
Or are you just sucking my energy and putting it back in on my way over here? Uh, all right, story time. Like the process there. Yeah, the process. Story time. It's so intriguing, okay? And some of you might remember this person. I used to date a guy a few years ago um, named Edwin. <laughs> and poor Edwin, yes. <laughs> so Edwin's adventures in magical world, because this was not something he believed in. Nice. <laughs> was the blinking of lights at my house. And so I was already used to this because I had a specific room that this would happen. And it was basically Spirit's way of kind of letting me know they were entering and exiting. And he thought there was something wrong with the electricity. And he did electrical work. So then he went on this whole thing, like tracing, trying to figure out what was going on. He decided there might be squirrels in the room, <laughs> like chewing on the wire. There was all kinds of like every vanilla mm -hmm. logical answer because when magical stuff happens to non-magical people they automatically right. try to come right. up with a logical reason Absolutely. why this happened right <laughs> you know the cabinet open okay well it must not have been last right you know something like that <laughs> they, they always try to logic it so i knew what was happening but i decided i did not want to scare this poor guy away <laughs> so i kind of let it go for a while before i finally said so hey this is what's going on I didn't hear from him for probably two or three weeks after that. <laughs> Finally, he came back. He did. <laughs> he did. It gets better. Edwin was a drinker and a weed smoker. Oh. And so we were at Ritual and I had redone an altar to Shango. Now, Shango is an African deity um, and he loves weed. Absolutely loves it, right? And so I had kind of explained to Edwin what was going to happen during ritual. If he wanted to come, it was fine. If he didn't, that was fine. I wasn't going to force him. But, you know, this is what you should probably expect. And this is what we're going to be doing. So don't freak out, blah, 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 blah. And we leave offerings. So he decided, okay, well, I'm going to fully participate. And he decides to give an offering. What does he leave? We. The next morning, well, fast forward, uh, you know, everyone's around fire, drinking, all that kind of stuff. And we go to bed and great sex. Absolutely awesome sex, right? I'm like, okay, maybe it's, you know, loosening up. Okay, we can do this. We wake up the next day and he's like, so you weren't even going to sleep with me when you came to bed? I'm like, what? He's, I was like, we had sex. He's like, no, we didn't. Oh. Couldn't remember any of it. And then I started thinking back. I was like, uh-oh. Um, he had been what we call road. He did not necessarily appreciate this. Um, someone else kind of using his body for their own pleasure. He didn't appreciate this. But when I asked him what he left on the altar, because I assumed he would get to leave alcohol. You know, not a big deal if you leave back. Oh, you told me. I said, okay, well, that explains a lot. You probably shouldn't have done that. So after that, he did start to have other magical occurrences that did not happen around me at his own house, at his mother's house, all these kind of things that it kind of opened him up to this whole other world that he was nowhere near ready well, for. Well, he welcomed the, he gave the weed guy his did. shit, man. But I, there's a really thin line between people who are 
empathic and open to the universe and receiving messages and being in a loony bin. And I really thought for a second there he was going to wind up in a loony bin because it, it was driving him like crazy, like all kinds of things happening to the point where I finally had to um, do a ceremony, kind of close down what he could feel and see so that he wouldn't be so experience such intense situations because it was driving him crazy. He was like, I don't know what happened. I don't want any more parts of this. This is bullshit. <laughs> like... <laughs> so I'm going to do the whole fact thing here. So the great sex wasn't him. No, it was not him. Um, and then me and Sean have a great relationship. If I really need something now, I go and make an offer to him and he decides to ride whatever boyfriend I have at the time and I get what I need and he gets what he needs and we're awesome. <laughs> so I'm good with this. So yes. It can open up a, a vanilla person to magical happenings. All right, we will be right back on What Up Witches on BFAM 109.6. I'm sure you didn't drive and then get in because, like, that happened with me. And I woke up the next morning, I had, had some great sex with some chick, but she wasn't there. And Sean, Ch- Ch- I want to say it wrong, Chakra, whoever that guy is, oh, that guy, hey, don't let, don't come there to me, right? So, <laughs> And, and, and she prayed to Shaga, and then some other chick got inside her, had best sex ever. Oh, tell her. Straight <laughs> up. That wasn't you, bro. That was not you. You gave your weed that thing, didn't you? I'm going to call it out right He there. was too. And your people said the same thing, Craig. Very interesting tale. Poor, poor Edwin. That was a great, great story. I feel so. And we still keep in touch from time to time. And if anything crazy, magical happens to him, I'll call you first. He calls me first. Like, he's like, hey, I need you to shut this back down because I got a regular life and it does not involve any of this. Something happened between <laughs> us. And then we're not talking about physically whatsoever. And you called me and I told you, I said, I knew you were going to call that day. Yes. Anything messes up with me because I have no magic people in my life. Anything goes wrong, you know who it was. I'm calling her. I'm like, hey, did you wait for me to? I don't remember what it was, but it was. And you're like, we talked, and it was good. Yeah. Yeah, that it's... magic stuff is strong, man. Don't die, don't play. <laughs> Somebody's good at it, like her. You just let her be yourself and listen. Of course, it backfires too, because I have a uh, my oldest son's father will randomly call me when things start going wrong. I was like, look. I'm sorry, whatever I did, just please take it off of me. Well, that's, I'll yeah, do better. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> training. <laughs> like, that could be trained. Too. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah, seriously. You deserve I, it. Exactly. Okay. So, see, <laughs> see, and that's why we call it apologize because we know who you are. We're recognizing. See, at first, we're not going to, like, if you tell me where you're on a witch, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Then you know you might give me a little zap. I mean, I'm telling you, zap. You know, you know. Once I get zapped a few times, men will conform to the fact that you have powers and disrespect them. It's the facts. I'm just telling you. You got a woman and she's really a witch and she can do stuff. Fellas, listen to that woman. You got to listen to all. Just listen to that one. That one especially. Just saying. Have we ever argued? No. Never will. Never will. <laughs> What was Sage again? What was Sage's power? I was trying to tell a story the other day and I got really messed up. So Sage is good for cleansing, but it's like a light cleansing. 
So like if you're doing something bad. It's like washing your clothes with just water. So yeah. Well, I like They're cleaner than they were when I, I dabbled in a lot. But a good, a good, like serious spirit, I'd be like, oh, that was cute. <laughs> what else you got? People always think sage is the go-all. Like, no, natives use it for other purposes, and it wasn't necessarily removing spirits in the manner that people think. Right. Like, you can't exercise a house with sage. It's just not going to happen. It'll calm things down, but... A house doesn't need exercise. <laughs> I heard sage had other properties. You ready? I'm ready. I'm sure you've heard the rumors. <laughs> Welcome back to What Up With Your Mom. I'm Amanda. And we are talking about sex magic, um, which, of course, leads to energy exchanges. Okay. Um, before I get too deep into this, though, last week I forgot to give away. So I want to make sure I do two this week. Oh, okay. Because nice. um, they were in my car. I just forgot to bring it up with me and it slipped my mind. All right. So um, these are my own personal blends. Okay. Of instant blessings. For each element. So you have air, fire, water, earth, and spirit. They're my personal ones, the ones I use on my own personal candles at home myself. Okay. So, so I have two of these to give away tonight. Okay. If someone can tell me, um, let's see. Huh, let's see what I want to do tonight. Craig Munson said that Edward must have had some good bud. Could you imagine if you left some skunk with you on the office? <laughs> That would have been ugly. For you. We don't give Sean no For you. For you, would have. Would that piss him off and then you not gotten the good sex? He probably wouldn't have chosen have, yeah, to. Yeah, would have done that. guess ignore him you all the time. You got regular Edwin Right. He's <laughs> got his own sex, though. But there's another spirit that does that. Um, another girl that I know um, has similar encounters repeatedly with Anubis. Um, not a god, not a god that I work with, but she has those type of experiences every time she gets a new boyfriend. He decides that that's who he needs to mess with in order to get to her. And so her her response was to like, "Nah, you need to go. I'm not going to deal with you. She doesn't want to work with Anubis." Um, my my thing was like, "Hey, work with him. See what you can work out." You know, um, I believe we don't. We don't decide what gods we're gonna follow. They call us and we yeah. answer. So if he's reaching out, I probably would have checked to see why. But hey, everybody's different in their magical practices. So all right, so let's let's see. Um, question for tonight. First one. Let's do. Um, what part of the sexual exchange? Are we going for, or, or, yeah, the sexual exchange, are we going for to create the energy? Okay, that's the first question. Um, second question, do you have to have a partner for it to work? So looking for the two people who give us ans either answered it, well, if someone answers the first one, you have to answer the second one, okay? Or Vice versa. Don't answer the same one. We're not gonna copy that again. <laughs> All right. So, um, energy exchanges, though. Uh, you, when we talk about harnessing energy, 
you can harness energy from almost any natural thing. Okay, you can't harness it from um, things that aren't that you know plastics and that kind of thing. But I have heard of people absorbing um, energy from their plants, um, absorbing energy from trees, that type of thing. There is there's a reason why most you know green witches have a bunch of plants around. It's a good defense mechanism. If someone ever throws anything your way, one of your plants will normally catch it for you. It's awesome. You have a winner for the partner if we win. Win? Okay. So win runs that one. Um, still waiting on the second one, right? Okay. All right, so, so yeah, any natural thing. Now, I will say, um, intent is important, and the focusing the energy is important. The main reason most people use a wand, right, is to focus the energy. Okay, so if you are bad with focusing energy, if you know that your spells normally go any way but the way you intended for them to go, then you need to figure out a way to catch the energy (laughs) that you you are about to create, okay, in order to not just spread this, you know, like cast this really wide net that doesn't catch anything you were actually trying to achieve, okay? So this is going to be one of those times when the stone dildos we were talking about kind of come in handy because they will absorb that energy and then you can refocus it where you need it to go, pointing it in a specific direction. Um, Keeping something natural by your bed, like a stone or something like that that you can touch at the exact same time that the orgasm is happening. And this is whether you are, yes, I know. Seems a little bit hard. Yeah. How does that that work? Transfer energy from one thing to another. I do it all the time when practicing Reiki. Okay, so anytime you touch another person, you're transferring energy, whether you realize it or not, right? So all you need to do is just have one hand there and touching something else. (laughs) Think about it. People who watch porn normally have one hand on the remote anyway, so they can fast forward through parts they don't want to see. I don't watch porn. <laughs> it's a <whole> rock. <laughs> What's the best rock? Um. Why don't you give it out of going all the way? Don't use cellulite. Cellulite absor- absorbs right. negative energy, right. so that would not be one I would use. I would use quartz. Um, specifically a rose quartz. Purple? No, it's pink. Um, also, if you're doing a money manifestation, I'd probably use jade or garnet. Um, garnet is great for like employment business type stuff. So if you have garnet and you're going for something like that, some kind of financial like business contracts, that kind of thing, I'd probably go for garnet for that one. Um, jade for money. 
if you're trying to achieve something family oriented, I'd probably do moss agate, more of a grounding stone um, to harness that energy. Um, despite what people think um, that black is just negative and that, you know, black is a color that absorbs, it absorbs light. It does the same thing for energy. So if you're trying to absorb energy from something, anything, you know, black in color, that type of thing, if you're like, if you are going to light a candle and you want to charge the candle, okay, hold the, grab the candle on the thing while you're doing it, but use a black candle. And most people are automatically going to think that the black candle means something bad or we're trying to get rid of something. No, you need it to absorb. That's all that is. Um, counter, uh, a little bit weird. I probably wouldn't try this, but it, it is one of those things you can possibly do if you want to. Water. So if you want to um, have that orgasm in the bathtub and use some of that water, go for it. Um, those would probably be like the best sources to do that if you were going to do it that way. Um, we have anybody for that second one yet? Come on, y'all. Nope. Nope. Come on. Say what it is again. Uh, so they answered, you said they answered the second one or the first one? No. We already got the, the question. The first one was something about sex to create energy. Oh, okay. Question. So what part of the sexual act creates the energy? What are, what are we trying to achieve here? Because the sex itself is not the goal. It's not going to create the issue. Okay, go for it. <laughs> Should I know I know? Exclamation <laughs> mark. You can answer, Katrina. <laughs> uh, we got a letter. It is Greg Munson. The orgasm is absolutely correct. All right, Greg, I need to call you too because um, we still need to do your reading before I leave. Awesome. All right, so, Greg, sorry, making a note right here, right here, real quick. Let me ask you that. Say, like, you're doing a reading. Say, like, he's got your rocks. Is there a rock that he could put his hand on to make the reading better? No. They're focus rocks? Mm -mm. Okay. The best thing that someone getting, honestly, the best thing someone can do that's getting a reading is try to clear your mind. Mm. Because what a lot of people do is go in and they do one or two things. They're either hyper-focused on the thing that they want to know. My love life, my job, my career. Um, and when you're hyper-focused on a specific thing, your body gives out cues. And so someone who is not a true reader and is just really good at reading body language and body cues can catch that yeah. and then feed off of it. So because... Your relationships are easy. Everyone's normally worried about a relationship or a job or something like that. So if, if they mention it and your body tweaks or something like that, then they automatically just start to feed off of it. I, when I do a reading, I automatically tell someone, hey, look, you might get the answers you're looking for and you might get what the powers of be have been trying to tell you and you haven't been listening and we'll come back to what you were doing um, or what you wanted to know. But the best thing you can do is clear your mind when you're going into something like that and allow the message that needs to come through to come through. And that also kind of steers you away from people who aren't really readers and just want your money. Because they're really normally really good at just reading body language and right. reacting off of the way you react. And you're all into it. And they're just thinking of more ways to take your money. No, don't do that. Um, 
they're either so people are either really really focused on something or they um are all over the place and so like for me i talk to god so your guides are going to come through and say what you know what they need you to know but the way it kind of works is I send guides to kind of go out and get different information and come back. So if you're all over the place, then they're less focused as well. And I'm not, I'm getting several messages instead of just the one clear one that I really, really need. And it makes my job harder. And now I'm tired afterwards from trying to concentrate and I'm ticked off. <laughs> right. I had to work way too hard. So hope that answers that question. All right, cool. All right, we will be right back on What Up Witches from BFAM 109.6. We got a tarot card reading when I went to the Bahamas. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was quite hilarious. You know how real I am. Uh -huh. so what did you do? I was real. Okay, so. <laughs> he was a money faker and it wasn't a tarot card reading. If you read tarot cards and. and you guess wrong. And you're really, really Fair good. Out. No, no. And you're really, really good at it. Or it's your, it's your medium. Please do not take offense to what I'm about to say. Okay. Um, this again, my opinion. My opinion is not law. Tarot cards are easy. Tarot cards are easy because all you have to do is figure out the meaning of the cards according to the book, and whether they're upside down or right side up, and blah blah blah. And this is what it means. You can do a reading without being truly connected, if that makes sense. I won't use tarot cards. I will only use oracle cards. And oracle cards are different from user to user. I wouldn't know different. I only had that one time, and he just was, we were sitting there. By the way, Greg says, hey, Amanda has done a reading for me before. I drained the hell out of her, and she was irritable for me. <laughs> so Greg, we're going to need you to focus and empty your mind out. What was the things you had to do? Empty his mind out. Focus on just just chill. Be there, right? <laughs> chill. <laughs> Greg's like, no, no, no. I'm getting my money's worth. <laughs> no, no, it's a free reading, Greg. <laughs> I'm playing. But uh, what's up there? Oh, I have no yeah, idea. What oracle cards. Oh yeah, the oracle so cards. I use oracle cards, and so I'm. But my main oracle cards that I use, someone that I know, designed them. And uh, I did a reading for him with them. And he's like, that's not what I meant for that card to mean. Like when I made the card, that's not what it meant in my head. But you're right on. Oh. How like cool is for, that? for the situation, like the question I asked you and where we're going, you were right on. And then he called me back. He's like, I I predicted something tragic. And I always hate when I have to give those readings. Um, it wasn't something that's gonna affect him personally but something was going to happen to someone he knew and the way it was going to happen. And he called me back a couple of months later and he was like, so did you see this? I was like, no, he was like, you need to check this out. And it was what I had said, but the way he designed the cards, what he was thinking when he designed them was nowhere near what he thought, what he was thinking. Um, so the way I have bonded with these cards and the way the spirits talk to me through the cards completely different. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Doesn't that give you like reassurance too? It does. Like I would think that gave me like vindication that I know what I'm doing. It does. I also do, I also, it's kind of like checking your math. Right, um, right. I will do a reading using multiple decks oh, and okay. use decks to check decks. Check. 
So I might use three or four decks if they're all saying the same thing. Look, baby, this ain't gonna change. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so, on me, fam 109.6. I'm Amanda. And we have been talking tonight about sex magic. And if you're kind of paying attention during the commercials, a little bit about tarot cards and oracles and energy exchange, a little bit of everything tonight, right? <laughs> so one of those nights. So we are kind of out of time. As fun as this has been, I wish we could keep going. Um, so I need to get some stuff out and then we have a couple of minutes left. We'll kind of keep the conversation going as long as we can. Uh, I'm glad to see everybody back through the new year. We have some exciting things coming. So I hope you guys will tune in every week to join us at seven o'clock. I want to thank Brandy's Braiding Studio and um, Big Chief Botanica for sponsoring um, we're always open and looking for new sponsors, especially if you are witchy. We like witchy things, right? Um, so, you know, contact me if you decide you want to um, advertise or sponsor or whatever. Um, may fit your needs. We'll figure it out. Next week's show. Next week's show, we're going to talk about two-spirited and trans people in the community because it was brought up um, when we talked about um, toxic Christianity and patriarchy and all that, how pagan religions and sometimes um, ostracize those that are trans in the community or those that are two-spirited because it normally focuses on a god and a goddess. And so those that, are, that fall in between that tend to sometimes feel left out. And so I have reached out to several um, people, trans people in the community, um, and ask them to talk. One of them will definitely be on the show next week, okay, um, to give us some input on how it has affected their lives, their spirituality, that type of thing, um, with being trans. Whereas a Native American, they always had that space for two-spirited people. And so it's doesn't seem to be as much of a problem. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, as always, if you ever miss a show, you come in halfway in between a show, whatever the case may be, you can watch it anytime, any place. Just log back in and start from the beginning. <coughs> Remember to leave comments. I go back and look at those comments. I answer those comments. I chat about those comments later. So leave the comments, leave the questions. Um, Thank you to those who have been leaving like we should talk about or sending me messages about we should talk about because that gives me more show topics and lets me tailor the show to you guys because I'm up here, but I am trying to use this as a voice for the pagan community, a voice that we didn't necessarily have in this manner. So this is y'all show. Okay. Tell me when what you watch want. it back. Do that little thing called watch part because that lets all your friends know you're watching it. It'll spread the word. Yes. Um. Follow me on my social media, Amanda Amethyst Nicole on Instagram, um, Amanda Nicole Trevor Turner on uh, Amethyst on Facebook. I have Twitter, but y'all, I'm figuring it out. I'm trying. My son's helping me. I, <laughs> no, I will be 40 next month. Don't shake your head at me. I'm trying. I don't Twitter. <laughs> you on Twitter? No. Oh, you don't Twitter? I pay somebody to do that. <laughs> That's why I have a 16 year old. I have a 16 year old. I have him too. It's brilliant. Will he's, you mind? He's helping me, right? 
keep going to take it called sexual communication, right? I need all the help I can get with that stuff. Um, I do not have a Snapchat or any of those other kind of things, so y'all don't even ask. <laughs> but you can find me on Facebook and Instagram, okay? <laughs> That's enough. All right, so were there any last questions or anything? Yeah. Okay, that I need to catch up on. Good, three minutes. So I want to thank everybody who participates in the conversations. You guys are what keeps these going. You guys are what makes this show easy. Um, someone said it, it looked easy. I'm like, it's not quite as easy as you would think. You guys make it easy. If I have the questions to answer and the different things that I may not have thought about um, bringing up and talking about, you guys help trigger those those thoughts or whatever. So thank you for that. Is there a better um, or worse wood to use in a fire? Better or worse wood to use in a fire? Okay, indoors or outdoors? Well, I mean, we're talking about outside. I don't really know. Okay. Um, <laughs> Outdoors, you can pretty much burn whatever you want, but uh, oak, cedar. For magical purposes. Oak, cedar, um, juniper is a great one, especially if you're trying to manifest money. Uh, cedar is great for cleansing. You just want to cleanse things. What's pine do? Juniper is a farm pine, but you can use pine too. Pine is also great for money. People, yeah, people don't realize that. Pine is excellent for money. Drink it as a tea. Burn it, whatever you need to do. Wind said, if you ever want to talk about dream work, let me know. That is actually a topic that I had jotted down, that and astral projection. So when, yes, Ooh, definitely. That's a good one too. Yeah. Astral projection. Yeah. All of that. These are, these are February topics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When that was part of the reason I said, call me. <laughs> call me when you get back in town. Yeah. <laughs> she's that's a good show. She's, um, out in the woods reconnecting okay. so she's streaming this but uh she has no cell service so like call me when you get back uh yeah astro projection because someone was talking about dream walking and i was like that is something we definitely need to have a conversation about <laughs> we're going to say welcome to somebody who's the end of the show diana bard wolf gray hi uh, said, sorry she's late that's she's okay i miss you <laughs> i knew that was an important name <laughs> It is. <laughs> so, of course, you know, you know, COVID, we haven't been able to meet. So this is us all meeting together and having our time minus the fire. Sorry, y'all. We're going to get this fire thing together. Not there. No. Remember you said we could use, we do your backyard. I would use my We're backyard. Gonna, two we have to figure this out. All right. So thank you guys for joining What Up Witches tonight. It's been great. Next week, we'll again, we'll talk about two-spirit and trans people in the community and how it has treated them. I'm Amanda, and I look forward to seeing you soon. Bye.